0: What is going on 10K Coaching Academy? It is your mentor, your host, your boy, one of the head honchos here, B-Mark Fit. And I'm excited because I'm going to be doing one of these trainings for you guys. And this one's going to be called Vulnerability in Business, Being Vulnerable Without Being a Victim. So this is a training that I was just putting together for you guys for the 10K Academy membership area. And every month, if you're new here, every single month, what we do is we upload 10 new videos to the Academy so that you guys always get the best, no, sorry. Yeah, 10 new videos every single month. So you guys always get the best service. So our goal is to make sure that you guys are always winning. And so every single month we film 10 new videos and we put them in the academy membership area. So I was writing this training and I was like, yo, why don't I just do the training live for you guys? (laughs) Instead of just recording a video, I'll just do one for you live. If you guys are online right now, you can catch it, that's cool. And then I'll also upload this to, this to the members area. So this training is called vulnerability in business, being vulnerable without being a victim. If you are tuning in live and you want to be entered to win a thousand dollars cash, all you got to do is hashtag I'm here in the comments below. Hashtag I'm here. Screenshot this, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at be Mark Fit, take Cole and Corey. Let us know that you're tuning in and then implement something immediately from this live stream. So this month we're doing speed of implementation. So basically if you watch this live stream and you get one thing that's going to really help you implement it immediately and then post. It in the Facebook group afterwards. So if you want to be entered $20,000, that's how you do it. Okay. Who's excited? Who's tuning in live? It's a Sunday night randomly, and we got some people live. I love it. Okay. So, guys. Today's training, we're going to be talking about vulnerability in business. This is titled being vulnerable without being a victim. Now, this is super important because there's a lot of online fitness coaches that are afraid to post vulnerability-based content because they don't want to come across as a victim, which can really hurt us because we won't post like actual, like who we are type content on social media. And because we're not posting it, people don't get to know us. But being vulnerable without being a victim is essential for you guys as online coaches because... You want to be vulnerable and you want to be open, but you also want to make sure that you have people's respect, and you want to make sure that your vulnerability post doesn't inspire them to give you sympathy, but it inspires them to give you respect. See, I think that a lot of you guys as online coaches don't want to put anything vulnerable online, whether that be something that you're struggling with personally, something that you have struggled with, because you don't want to feel like a victim, and you don't want to look like you're not strong, or you don't want to be seen as like airing your dirty laundry, but. For those of you guys that are struggling with being vulnerable on social media, whether that be in a post, in a video, or a story, you're going to find that you're going to get significantly lower engagement on social media. Being open is one of the easiest ways to get people to engage with you on social media. My posts where I am open and I am vulnerable usually get the highest amount of engagement. If you're afraid to post vulnerable content on social media, people aren't going to know you. And for in order for people to purchase off of you, they need to know you, like you, and trust you. And it's going to be a lot harder for you guys to sign clients because you're not actually developing relationships relationships with people through your content. Ultimately, if you're not practicing vulnerability on your social media, you're going to blend in with what the ocean of other online fitness coaches and everybody's kind of competing for the same clients. So that's not what we want. We don't want to blend in. We want to stand out. The goal of this training is to help me get you guys to be vulnerable because I want you guys to earn the respect of your audience. Once you guys do this properly, you're going to get higher engagement on all social media posts. So as soon as you start to open up and really connect with your audience, you're going to get a ton of higher engagement. One of our clients, Janelle, will actually own writes vulnerability posts. And that's her main source of income. And she's at, or that's her main source of content. And she's at $17,000 a month. People are going to get to know you a lot better when you practice vulnerability as well, because you're going to be able to positively impact them on a deeper level. Instead of just here, my three secrets to growing your booty, it's really something that moves somebody on the inside. And that means something. And finally, you guys, it's going to be a lot easier for you to close clients because they'll actually know you. You'll have a lot more leads because a lot more people will message you. And when people do invest, they'll be excited to pay you because they know who you are. Does this make sense? So practicing vulnerability in your social media strategy is the easiest way to stand out as a clear authority in a crowded market. It's basically like putting a bright red shirt on in a sea of blue online fitness coaches. Does This make sense. You guys good? Okay. So I'm going to share something with you guys on this, uh, on this live stream as well. So one of my previous mastermind clients, her name is Alex Strachnik. She was really struggling with vulnerability. She basically, she'd get a decent amount of engagement on her Facebook posts. Like she would get maybe 10 to 30 likes on her Facebook posts and she'd get a couple of comments. And she told me me she was struggling with signing new clients, keeping clients on board, and just basically connecting on a deeper level with her clients. I told her because a lot of the posts that Alex used to make were only value-based posts or posts where she like looked strong as in like, she was like looking good. She, everything was all together. She was always happy, etc. She never really showed the, you know, the not so strong side of Alex, but I told her, I'm like, you need to drop the idea of being perfect and you need to step up and being more open because it's going to lead to a lot higher engagement. So I'm going to show you guys a post that I got Alex to write, and I'm going to let you guys see it for yourself. So we're going to share the screen, share a screen, and we're going to go application window. Cool. Share. All right. So, I'm going to read this post with you guys. So, this is Alex. And, you know, when most people think about Alex, they think like she's a model and she's like, she looks so good, et cetera. But I'm going to read you guys this post. So it's before and after. This is Alex when she just us out of bed. She said, a lot of you ladies think I have my shit together all the time. But in reality, I roll out of bed and this is the real me. No makeup, acne scars, coffee stains on my sweater. I had a good talk with a friend of mine and she said, you look like you're always ready to go and somehow find 48 hours in a 24 hour day. And that's the farthest thing from, from the truth. Some days I'm uncomfortable with my body because I was bloated up. I'll purposely wear black or a jacket to cover them up when I go to the gym in the mornings. Other days, I wake up with anxiety because I don't know if I'll be able to kill my 50 tasks in, 20, in 24 hours. And I'm already tired and I want to hide under my blankets. Most days, I don't want to leave my house because I suffer with, some, with such horrible acne after I had a breakup. And I actually started on an acne treatment called Accutane because the scars in my face get so bad last year. I started wearing more makeup to cover them. So here's me. I have insecurities. I'm uncomfortable. Sharing my feelings is hard and feels like torture, which is why I usually just share a thin layer of my silly life, but I want to be more real with you. I never really shared the bad parts of being a bodybuilder. Did you know the scale didn't move for eight weeks, this bodybuilding crap? I was going insane. I know the scale isn't everything and i preach preached this before, but what the fuck? Why wasn't it moving? I hate that I can't drink with my friends. I hate that I'm restricted from eating out. I hate how much pressure I put on myself trying to be decently good at the sport. I've never felt like I was perfect enough for the stage and I'm blinded by how everyone good looked except for me. Last night I binged out on brownies and wine and cookies because I felt like I worked so hard for nothing. So this is me. I have a lot of weak moments throughout the day, but I keep going. I learned from my failures and I open myself up to new opportunities to keep growing as a person. So if you think I'm perfect, I'm not, but I'm working on myself every single day to accept myself a little bit more. Boom. Boom, that post. Actually, I'm gonna bring that back on so you guys can share the engagement. So you guys can see the engagement. That post, remember how I said she was getting like, you know, 10 to 20 likes and maybe 30 comments. If you look at the engagement, she got 26 comments and 104 likes. And out of the 104 likes, 41 people loved the post. This is vulnerability. This is being open. This is sharing something that might have been very hard for you to share, but allows people to get to know you. And once people get to know you, they're gonna learn how to know you, like you, and trust you. And it's going to be a lot easier for them to purchase off of you just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast then you know that i have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business so go to my instagram at the real and dm me the words more clients i'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is we'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business and i'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next again go to my instagram at the real and dm me the words more clients and i'll reach out to you to see if i can help Now let's get back to today's episode. All right. So that was Alex's story with vulnerability. Now let's talk about the framework of a post like that. Like I'm going to give you guys an actual framework in this training so that you guys can leave this training and be able to write a post like that on your own. I'm going to give you the frameworks for writing a post like that. But first I want to talk about the mindset, then the framework, and then I'll give you guys some content ideas. Is that cool? So mindset mindset. Framework, and then I'm going to give you guys some content ideas. If you're watching this recording, I just want you to silently nod. If you're actually here, then I want you to say, cool. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the mindset first. I personally do not like, I dislike when. I see posts on my social media where somebody is clearly seeking attention. Like if I read a post and I'm like, I know that that person is just looking for attention. If I can like read a post and I can sense that, then I personally don't like that. I also don't like when somebody like air some shares something that's like going on in their life right now and they're basically airing their dirty laundry like talking about how they absolutely hate their sister and they despise her like I'm just like like why are you posting that on social media? I think that we all kind of don't like that if somebody publicly complains about XYZ, Some people might reach out to that type of content and they might be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry you're going through that. But all you're going to get is sympathy if you're seeking attention validation or airing your laundry. And so sympathy, by the way, does not equal respect. So people might reach out to you and they might be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry you're going through this. That's so terrible, blah, blah, blah. You might get sympathy, but you won't get respect. And respect is essential for somebody to trust you enough to pay you. Does that make sense? So When we're doing a share for your social media, like when you're opening up and you're sharing something on social media that might be a little bit vulnerable, it's important to be vulnerable without being a victim, okay? Being vulnerable and being a victim are two completely different things. Being vulnerable is like just openly sharing an experience that you went through and how it impacted you. And being a victim is sharing that experience and then placing blame on somebody else or just actively complaining or having like a what was me mindset around the situation, all right? So doing a share for your social media, you need to be vulnerable without being a victim, which means... telling. Telling the truth about a situation without blaming anyone or anything for it. And so, you know, if if I was writing a post about my drug addiction, as an example, and I was blaming the nightclubs for having drugs, or I was blaming the The people that I was working with for giving it to me are is blaming all these things without just owning the fact that I had an addict. like that's not good. So telling the truth about the situation without blaming anyone or anything for it. It's also telling the truth about the situation without sharing the names of anyone involved. Remember, we're not victims here. The goal isn't to be a victim. So if you're gonna share something, you know, it's about like somebody that you knew or something that happened to you that was like upsetting, don't share the names of other people involved and start this like drama fest. Just take the names out, tell the story without talking about names or specific, like don't give names. Basically, um, don't blame anyone. Don't be a victim. Don't shame. Telling the truth about the situation as your truth without being a victim to the situation. Okay. Which means what did you learn from the situation that you went through? Like when you're being vulnerable, be vulnerable. But what did you learn? How did you get better from this? How are you going to use this to improve the quality of your life? How was this actually a good thing? And what are you doing to actively work on it? Is this making sense? In summary, the mindset behind vulnerability posts in my personal opinion and how I write them is how did you emerge victorious from this adversity that you went through? How did you become a champion despite the adversity that you went through? That's the mindset being vulnerable without being a victim. Is this making sense so far? Are you guys following along? All right, cool. That's awesome. Now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you the framework of a hero's journey. This is from my, this is my personal opinion. This is how I write my content. And um, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but my vulnerability content's very good. So this is my framework of writing a hero's journey. That's basically what this is for a vulnerability post. So I'm going to give you the five points. I'm going to overview them. I want you guys to take notes, write these down. I'm going to give you the five points and then I'll deep dive into each each point. So point number one is to start slow to increase relatability. That's point number one. So I'll, I'll let you take notes on that and then I'll, I'll deep dive into it. So point number one, start slow to increase relatability. Start slow to increase relatability. Okay. That's done. That's point number one. Start slow to increase relatability. Point number two, gradually fall to the depths of the situation. That's number two. Number three, rock bottom is the turning point. Number four, the climb from rock bottom. And number five, end with a message of hope. Okay, so I'm going to do a screen share again. I'm going to show you guys this framework. Give me one second, application window. Cool. So this is the framework. I will give you uh, to you guys afterwards so you can use this as well. So let's talk about a uh, topic about binge eating. Okay, let's talk about binge eating. Now, binge eating is going to be hard for you to write about. It's also going to be hard for your reader to read at first. So you want to start slow. You don't want to jump in and say, like, you know, you don't want to jump right into the post, in my personal opinion. You want to start slow and you want to kind of ease into it. So the way that I started slow to increase relatability is I'm going to open up and share something that's really hard for me to share. Like this is kind of like letting them know it's it's going to this is hard for me to share. So it might be hard for you to read, right? So you want to increase relatability, it might be hard for them to read. And so starting slow is a good way to get them into this post. So number two, we're talking about binge eating is you want to gradually fall to the depths of the situation. So I'm going to open up two years ago after my fitness competition, I was seriously struggling with my appetite. I was always hungry. No matter how much food I ate, I just couldn't stop thinking about food and heading to the fridge for late night snacks. And who cared? The fitness competition was over anyways. Late night snack sessions turned into over over overeating throughout the entire day. I would eat until I was full, and then I would continue eating. I couldn't stop. I was so hungry. I went from shredded on stage to 30 pounds of body fat in four weeks' time. It was the most embarrassing at the gym. I I just stepped on stage, and now I couldn't make eye contact, contact with people as they stared at my stomach that popped out when I walked into the gym. So if you guys notice, when I'm writing this post, I almost like... The first thing is kind of like a light introduction into what we're talking about. And then I slowly like fall harder and harder. So it's like, I kind of started the situation and then I gradually fall to the depths of, you know, the real raw emotion, right? So you're telling the story of like, how did you go? How did it start? And then how did you slowly fall to the actual, like, you know, this is where the emotions were the heaviest for me. Okay. So. I slowly fall here, the gradual progression downwards, the downward spiral, and notice how I didn't blame anyone. I wasn't saying it was the fitness competition's fault, it was my coach's fault, it was bad dieting's fault. I'm not blaming anyone, I'm just telling my truth as my truth. Three, rock bottom is a turning point. Finally, after waking up and looking at myself in the mirror, four weeks into binge eating, I decided it was time to get a handle on this. I went to a coach and hired him to help me reverse diet and I became 100% committed to getting to the top of solving this problem. It was a problem. I was a binge eater and I was gonna solve it, okay? So if you guys notice, when I hit rock bottom at this point, there's also the moment that I decided to make a change. So when you guys are like writing about, you know, the downward spiral to the kind of depths of the situation, how you were feeling, you should choose a depth where you started to make a turn, right? So talk about the situation and kind of where it got to its lowest and then from that lowest point that's where you want to write about when you decided to make a change okay there might be a couple different moments that you decided to make a change but you know pick one and share that so once you decide to make a change then the next point Point number four is the climb from rock bottom. The first week after getting accountable to a coach, I started to make a change. I wouldn't eat until I was stuffed. I weighed in four pounds lighter, worked harder, got more committed, and within a month of working that coach, that appetite was back in control, and I was looking lean, healthy, confident, strong. I knew that I had to learn more about emotional eating. I had to learn more about nutrition, and I had to master the things that were holding me back in my fitness journey. That's one of the reasons I became a coach for others. right? So guys, what you wanna do is you wanna write about the gradual climb, the lessons you learned, the confidence you gained, the power you felt, the bottom, so like when you're writing about your rock bottom, it should have emotions like the spiral should have emotions that make people almost feel down. So you're sharing like the story has emotional pull because you're sharing emotions that kind of pull on people's heartstrings. And then the climb should have the an emotional language that people can sense the feeling of like getting empowered. Does this make sense? So the climb from rock bottom should have emotional language that's like confident, strong, feeling good, uh, learn something, et cetera, et cetera. And then you guys, number five, the final point is to end with a message of hope. So you could say something like, if you're reading this and you're struggling with depression or binge eating or anxiety or anything else that we all go through together, I just wanna let you know that you're not alone. I've been there and I've had your back. Coach B Mark Fit. Boom, that's it. The end of the post should make them feel like they can do it or that they're supported or that they're valued or that they're heard. Post like, Like this will get a crazy amount of attention and engagement. All right, cool. Does this make sense? Are you guys getting value so far? Cool. All right. So guys, now I want to talk about some topics that you guys could talk about because there is a few topics that you guys could literally talk about. I'm just going to share them with you guys. So I'm going to give you guys 10 ideas for different topics you could write about for this post. Okay. I'm going to go here and just going to make sure that you guys are still with me. Cool. Okay. So here are 10 topics you guys could talk about for a post like this, right? Number one is you could write, you talk about the hardest lesson you've ever had to learn in your fitness journey. So that could be a post. You could use this framework, being vulnerable without being a victim and write the post. What didn't go as planned last week in your fitness journey? What didn't go as planned today? A story about overcoming adversity, a story about a fear you overcame, struggling with something emotional that led to a physical problem. How you overcame the fear of judgment. What's the most difficult thing you had to do to make your business work? In high school slash your university slash your career, you struggled with what? And then what happened when you failed at that goal? Guys, so that's it. That's the end of the training. Hopefully this allows you to be able to open up more emotionally on social media and get a lot more respect and not sympathy. Cool, that's it. That's all. I hope you guys have the best day of your life. i will talk to you guys soon.